Hey, listeners, welcome to another episode of the Kids Ministry 101 podcast. I'm Chuck Peters, your host. As always, it's so good to have you back. And with me today is my really good friend, and especially this time of year, not that we're not friends all year, Melita Thomas. <laughs> Hi, Melita Thomas. Welcome to, the, welcome to the podcast again. Thanks so much, Chuck. The reason I say this time of year is because you now you do many, many, many things as the team leader over our training and events that we run as Lifeway kid, Kids, but you're probably your first love, and I should probably not put those words into your mouth, is VBS. <laughs> I know you have a deep, deep, deep love and passion for the ministry of VBS. Is that fair to say? Uh, yes, that's absolutely fair to say. But anybody who's ever done VBS has a deep love and passion for VBS because it's just so contagious. <laughs> Absolutely. And your enthusiasm for it is exactly that. It's contagious. And so one of the things, one of the reasons that we wanted to have you on today is VBS season is here. It's here. Yes, it is. Woo! <laughs> we'll do a little bit of applause for that, for VBS. Uh, man, so many churches, Melita, are saying yes to VBS. And they have mm -hmm. been for years. So as we set up this episode, give us just a little bit of the backstory on the history of VBS. I know, as you and I have talked before, that VBS, although for, for many churches, it's something that they have done as part of their regular thing for many years, but VBS as, uh, as a ministry has a long history. It, it really does. Uh, it began way back in 1898. And so uh, it has been around for a gajillion years, and it actually began as a result of one lady who had moved to New York City with her husband and looked around and saw that when school was out in the summer, there were all of these kids who had nowhere to go, who were just hanging out in the street, who were kind of, you know, maybe getting into trouble or maybe just really needed to be somewhere safe. And, and she this said, is wouldn't it 18, be great? 1898. 1898. <laughs> and my, how things don't really change that much, do they? Exactly. Well, she looked around and she said, well, you know what? The schools are not teaching um, our, our faith. Uh, these children are not getting this at home. We need to have some place that these kids can go to that is safe, that is fun, that is for them, that would teach them about the love of Jesus. And so she began a two week long intensive time that she called a vacation Bible school or a summertime Bible school. And so it, uh, the only place she could find, I was going to say, she, it wasn't in uh -huh. a church. Was it, it was it? not it wasn't in, a, in church. a church because there she was, I mean, in, in upper East side of Manhattan looking around and saw, you know, where were these kids hanging out? And so she made a little deal to, um, meet inside a beer parlor during the day <laughs> before the, and they were out before the patrons would come in that night to do their drinking. But she hosted this school for street kids uh, in the summer times there in New York and did that for a couple of years. And as it grew and caught on, um, her pastor said, you have no business as a respectable lady being in a beer hall and made her move it to the church. And the funny thing that happened there was, the kids didn't come hmm. because it was out of their neighborhood. It wasn't where they were. And so she said, I'm sorry, pastor, but I'm not going to do. <laughs> we tried this. I'm going back to where they are. And so she saw the need and and met it and literally opened doors to welcome kids where they were as they were. And I 
Uh, we don't have records of, you know, how many children were saved uh, in those years, but we know the impact because one lady started doing this in 1898. We can fast forward to 2023 and see what's happening this year. And we, we do have some stats from 2022 yeah. that show us that about 2.3 million kids used LifeWay's, attended one of LifeWay's VBSs last summer. And we know that we had close to 60,000 professions of faith as a direct yes. result of VBS. And so God has what had his legacy. hand on this a long, yes. long, long, long time. And, and so, anybody who does VBS today gets to be part of that legacy. Part and that's of that legacy. really, really cool. Oh my goodness. The, the, the thing that the Lord started in that little beer parlor in the 1800s mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. has reached countless millions for mm -hmm. the kingdom since then in the over a hundred years of VBS guys, you never one. there's one takeaway, right? Is that we might apply is you never know how a small thing that you are doing in your ministry today could be used by the Lord and extended and expanded beyond your lifetime and beyond anything that you'll ever know. So guys, the ministry we do with children is so, so important. And it's awesome to be a part of that long legacy. When I think about, you know, how uh, we hear about there's such a great cloud of witnesses, right, in the heavens who are watching what we do. Many, many are there because of the ministry of VBS. It's, it's such a crucial thing that we remain committed to and that we do. And although there are probably not a whole lot of our listeners who are listening right now who are running their VBS in a beer parlor in Manhattan... <laughs> If you are, God bless you. Choose Absolutely. To use LifeWay VBS. We want to be there with you Absolutely. Uh, in the daytime, uh, not the nighttime. Let's clarify <laughs> that. But so now the ministry of VBS today has largely moved into our churches or mm -hmm. as an extension of our churches in our parking lots, in our neighborhoods, on cul-de-sacs. Uh, there's many flavors of our LifeWay VBS offering that let you run it in your church or in neighborhoods uh, with backyard. However, the, the content of VBS, Melita, is something that every single year, uh, we as the team, we have an amazing team who writes and develops and ideates VBS every year. It's a very prayerful um, and creative process as we mm -hmm. seek God's lead and what the theme will be and what it, how we'll decorate and what it will look like. But, but as we seek God's lead and what the content will be. And I have heard you say, and I'd love to hear you articulate this again for this listening audience. It's always, um, it's always an awesome thing to see how God perfectly aligns the content each year that we're developing far in advance right. with, with something that feels so timely every summer. So with mm -hmm. that, tell me just a little bit about your feelings on how God works in that process. And then let's talk about this summer and what's happening right now. Absolutely. It, it, it really is amazing because as you, as you mentioned, we're looking at this, you know, two years into the future and yeah, there's we're no right now on 2025. Way. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and there's no possible way, you know, that we could look ahead or look into a crystal ball or get out some kind of time machine and know where we're going to be in two years. And but neither for the record. No. For the record, neither crystal balls nor time <laughs> nor machines time are on machines. the table right now. Exactly. Okay, go ahead. Go. <laughs> so, you know, there's there's no possible way for us to to know where our kids are going to be, what they're going to be facing, what's going to happen two years from now. But we know who does. 
That's and right. nothing to me illustrated it more than in 2020 when the world fell apart and we had no way of knowing we would shut down and that BBS would look so different. And then that summer we had a, a Bible content that was built around building your life on Christ when everything else falls apart <laughs> and there's nothing else to turn to. Where do you go? You know, it's it's Jesus. And so building our life on that basic truth. And it could not have been a more perfect theme and more perfect content for that summer. And the amazing thing is that happens every year. That was a big global example of it. But every single year we get reports back of churches who said, you don't know, but my church just went through this or my family was walking through this. And this was the exact perfect word for my child this summer. And it happens in that microcosm, you know, where it's, it's, incredibly personal and incredibly intimate between God and one person, one family. And then it's globally applicable too, as it happens in your the broader context of your church, your community, your your nation, and that's happening all across the world. And so it's really cool to see uh, the process as an insider, as we wrestle with, oh, we've got great ideas and oh, this would be a wonderful thing. And then God just kind of shuts doors Yes. And opens others and begins revealing to our entire team in places outside of work, begins to affirm this is the this is the way, this is the way, this is the way. And uh, so then we end up with this this great theme. And then we fast forward two years and we see it and we go, God, it couldn't have been any more perfect. This is That's exactly right. what it should have been. Thank you. Yes. And it's just. <laughs> and so, I feel that way about twists and turns too. It's a way that we can see, and listeners, you need to be reminded of this. It's a way that we can see God's hand Mm -hmm. in everything. He is working in advance of the work that we will do. He is preparing for us today things that we won't know until a year from now or two years from now. And God's providence and his sovereignty are in every bit of the content that's being created for VBS. He is working right now and our team is working right now on content that you will be using in your church in 2025. And God is already lining up that material, that study, the focus, the music. And he's, I believe he's preparing kids and participants who will attend, who will need that message when we get there. And it just shows, shows God's sovereignty in everything. And it's such a beautiful thing to be a part of. It really is. And, and it, that feeds right into our twists and turns content this year. Cause our let's theme Let's talk verse, about that. Let's do it. Our theme verse is Psalm 25, four. It's make your ways known to me, Lord, and teach me your paths. And that, that revelation, we see it again in that little, that microcosm of how he's working in, a, in BBS. And we see it played out every day in individual lives. And so that's exciting. The content, uh, building on that, make your ways known to me, Lord, teach me your paths. The content for twists and turns is all about life. You know, with our, our, the relationship that we have with Jesus, of course, is not a game. It's, there's nothing trivial about that, Absolutely. but we know that the game of life is insane. <laughs> right. And just because we follow Jesus doesn't mean that the pathway is smooth and there are no surprises and there are no little twists and turns and, and no ups and downs. We know that that's very much a part of life. 
Life we all experience is, setbacks, hardships, unexpected twists and turns in the road. And so we have to learn to navigate those things, not in our own strength, but through the strength that the Holy Spirit provides as he guides and he leads and he directs. And he's the one who keeps us on the path and moving forward. And we know that as adults. And, you know, I, I, we have been through some hard seasons in my family uh, over the last year. And I know that so many of us, Melita, can relate to hard things that we're going through in life as adults. Absolutely. And as we, as adults, we look around and we, and we see this truth. The, the content mm -hmm. of Twists and Turns speaks to the hearts of us as we lead. Uh, but the idea that life is hard and that even when we walk with God, right, as we walk with him, he brings us through hard things because he's faithful. Mm -hmm. And uh, although sometimes life feels like shoots and ladders where we're <laughs> advancing upwards and all of a sudden, whoa, we just had a big setback yep. in life. Yep. God never leaves us. He's always with us and he will bring us through all of that is something that kids need to know Absolutely. because kids are just as aware of the hard things that happen in the world and in their homes and in their lives. And so we, we need to bring content to them. That is, I mean, all biblical content that we could bring is relevant, right? God's word will never return void. However, it is also so applicable to the, the real life situations that kids deal with. And we mm -hmm. need to make sure that what we're bringing is, is content that, is, that, that takes them back to trusting in God when things are hard. And so as we talk through uh, twists and turns and where it goes, we looked at a person in, uh, in scripture who is kind of an example of what these sort of twists and turns and ups and downs and advances and setbacks, uh, missteps. missteps that we could see in this person's life. Mm -hmm. And so that person is Peter, 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 one of Jesus's closest friends, not just one of the 12 disciples, but he was also one of that kind of inner circle of disciples. And so he has a unique perspective on walking with Jesus, following him and Jesus, you know, Peter, I think we can all relate to him because he's that headstrong guy that I think most all of us are. He's one of the, the great examples of humanity <laughs> yeah. that I relate to in scripture in his humanness that he reacts so, so often it just as kind of a, on impulse. And that's kind of the way I'm wired and seeing Jesus respond with grace and forgiveness and with love and redirection as it's needed and full stops when it's needed allowed Peter to move from this fisherman uh, who, you know, really couldn't expect anything else for his life to being a part of Jesus's inner circle to then being one who rejected him, denied ever knowing him, failed miserably. <laughs> Talk about like being on the on the game path and having to go all the way back to start. <laughs> do, do not pass but, go, do but, not collect exactly, $200. Exactly. But Jesus's reaction to him when they met post-resurrection is one of love, of grace, forgiveness, full restoration, and then Peter is the one that when the Holy Spirit comes, is the one boldly proclaiming. He's the one who has the, the, the biggest mouthpiece That's right. for 
for the first church. And so it's it's amazing to see the way that God transformed Peter. And that's a hope that we all have, is that God is doing that same work in us and will be faithful to complete it, Scripture says. And so I think it's a cool little timeline to kind of follow Peter's life and how it um, not just intersects, but how it comes right alongside Jesus. And there are those times when you're right. He takes a little hit to the right. He falls back a couple of steps, but it's never game over. And boys and girls need to hear that because they're just starting their journeys. And I, I think we would be naive to think that they're they're perfect and sweet up until a certain age. And then that's when this when the fall off happens, you know, we're from the very beginning born into sin. And so boys and girls need to know, I mean, they're already aware I've done some things or Jesus, you know, God couldn't use me or my family has set me up to this position where I, I can't, I can't do this. And they need that truth that they are loved, valued, forgiven. There's an, uh, an extension, a gift of of salvation, of forgiveness that is extended to them that they can receive and that Jesus can change their life. He can put them on the right path and he can walk through it with them. My favorite Bible story in this whole week of VBS is on day two when um, when Jesus comes walking across the water and Peter steps out to join him. And we know what happens as he sees the wind and the waves and he gets up, you know, gets uh, worried about all of the stuff that's crashing around him and he begins to sink and that arm goes up and Jesus reaches down and grabs him. And then I love the truth of this. That's, it's not maybe explicit in scripture, but the more I think about it, the more truth and beauty I see in that. Um, Jesus could have stopped the storm right then, the moment he pulled Peter up out of the water, but he didn't. Instead, he held his hand and he walked through the storm with him all the way back into the boat. And having a God who sees the tumult that's in our life and the the storms, the struggles, and has absolutely has the power to stop them and to remove us from that situation immediately, often just joins with us and walks through the junk with us. And um, there is so much beauty in that, in having a God who sits in life's mess with us, who walks us through it, who brings us through safely to the other side. And I think that's it for his glory, ultimately, and allows us to learn to trust him more. And I think just think that's really cool. Mm. So, yeah, really cool, for sure, <laughs> for sure. What a wonderful uh, uh, story that day two is. And when I say story, that, that the account of what happened with Peter and Jesus right. on the water, uh, so many, such wonderful, rich truth there about how we need Jesus. So one of the wonderful things about, v- about Lifeway VBS, one of the things that I love most about the VBS that we generate as Lifeway kids is that although we're talking about Peter, we're, we're looking at Peter's life Peter is not the focus of our VBS. Really talking about Jesus. Is Jesus. (laughs) He is the center of everything in Lifeway VBS. Um, Mm -hmm. The center in as we bring the gospel as a part of every single week. 
but the center of every single story in twists and turns. It's really, as we look at Peter's life, it's about Peter's testimony as he walks, as he comes to, walks with, and lives for Jesus. And so each of our daily teachings, you mentioned day two, would you kind of walk us through the Jesus parts of the five days of teaching? Yeah, absolutely. On the, on the first day, we're going to discover that Jesus is holy. And that's the interesting reaction to the, the story of when Jesus calls Peter, calls him from being a fisherman and does the, the miracle where he sends Peter out a little bit and tells him to throw his nets in the boat or over the boat. And all of a sudden it's full of fish, even though he's been fishing all night and hadn't caught anything. And that moment of this miraculous thing happening, Peter's reaction was not about the fish. It wasn't about, oh my goodness, look at what this, uh, yay, I'm going to feed my family for a month. Um, his reaction was, get away from me. You, I am a sinner and Lord, you are holy. And that's the, that's the starting point for any faith journey. And so I love that we, we've been intentional as we always are with LifeWays VBS to, to have the gospel woven into each and every session. And so even on day one, if that's the only day that a child gets to come to Bible school, they have had a chance to hear the gospel. And so this starting point of we are sinners in need of a savior, we can't accept the gift that Jesus gives us if we don't first recognize who we are in light of who he is. And so from day one, we get to explore that and unpack that and realizing that when we recognize Jesus is holy, that's a game changer. Yes. And so everything from that point forward is different. Day two, we look at the story of Jesus walking on the water and learn that even when we doubt and even when it's hard and even when it's scary, Jesus is trustworthy. Uh, and then we build on those two truths and we come to day three where we have Jesus in, uh, and and Peter the the uh, the idea that the the Jesus tells them all what's going to happen and nobody really understands what's going to happen to him. So Jesus is arrested. He's put on trial. We have that scene in the in Caiaphas's courtyard where Peter is there, kind of lurking in the shadows, denies Jesus three times, and then Jesus clocks him. Yeah, <laughs> you know, he, he looks right uh, at him. He yeah. looks right at him, and Peter, Peter and Jesus make eye contact, and he knows that he knows, and out he goes. And so the the struggle there, the guilt and the shame of that, and then post-resurrection, Jesus cooking fish for breakfast on the seashore, calls out to the guys in the boat, and the same thing that happened on day one happens again. They haven't caught anything. He tells them where to put their nets. All of a sudden, it's full of 153 fish. <laughs> and yes. Peter immediately recognizes who it is, jumps in the water, runs to Jesus, and we have that beautiful scene on the seashore where Peter and Jesus um, have have that conversation of, do you love me? Yes, Lord, you know I do. Jesus restores, he forgives Peter, he restores him. He tells him, I've got a new job for you, and I'm going to send you a helper who's going to empower you to do it. So in that, uh, in that story, we see the forgiveness of Jesus. And uh, the, the truth for that day is Jesus is forgiving even when I sin, and I love that, it's not if I sin, but it's a it's when I sin, <laughs> because we all know that that's going to happen. And then we build from there with um, 
the coming of the Holy Spirit with Peter then being able to go out into the street and boldly speak about who Jesus is. Uh, And uh, we have this idea uh, that Jesus is worth following because as as Peter and, and John, excuse me, this is Peter and John, they healed the man who was who couldn't walk. And then they go and they they begin speaking about Jesus and all of the officials try to shut it down and they make all kinds of threats to them and tell them to go ahead and, you know, get run them out of town. If you come back here, if you don't stop talking about Jesus, then we're going to throw you in jail or worse. And they say, we can't stop talking about the things that we've seen and heard. It doesn't matter what you do to us. We will never stop boldly proclaiming who Jesus is. And so um, that is a particularly, I think, timely word in a, in a cancel culture that we're all living in um, because the, the threats are real. Maybe, maybe we won't be imprisoned, but we might lose a friend. We might be called names. We might be considered intolerant or bigoted or worse. And so kids need to know that Jesus is worth following and it's worth standing up for truth, even when it gets tough. And then in day five, we're going to see the expansion of the church because of Peter's proclamation to the world. God begins to grow the church and he moves it from beyond just a Jewish movement now to the whole world as um, Cornelius, who's a Roman official, comes in and has an encounter with Peter. This is when Peter sees the vision of all the things, uh, the sheet from heaven, and God tells him to go and eat. And he doesn't really understand it until he's sent to Cornelius's house. And all of a sudden it clicks for him. I can't call unclean what God has called clean. I can't say our, our laws say we can't be together. We can't be in the same house. But God has shown me that Jesus is for everyone, not just the Jews, but for everyone. And so we have a chance to help boys and girls see that it doesn't matter where they've come from or what their background is, that Jesus loves them and he loves everyone, including me, is the point for the day. So it's it's a beautiful week with the thread of the gospel woven into the very fabric of every single thing we're doing in BBS in twists and turns. And every single day we have an opportunity to ask those questions and to have those conversations with boys and girls to help them understand more and more and more and for the Holy Spirit to work and begin to call them to himself. And so I'm excited to see what churches do with it. I've already seen lots and lots of Facebook posts and Instagram posts about what they're doing, how they've decorated. And uh, the best report of all was this week. I, heard, I got a text message. We we're on day three of VBS and four children have made professions of faith. Yeah. And so how that's cool. what it's all about. That's it's not about, it's about the decorating the sanctuary. It's not about the fun snacks. It's not about wreck and how messy we could get or how, um, you know, how wet we get on water day. It's about sharing the gospel and every single thing we do from music to crafts, to wreck, to snack, to missions, everything points back to that central truth and helps us to bring the gospel home to a, to a child, to a teen, to an adult. And so, yeah, that's why it's worth it. That is, uh, it <laughs> worth is doing. worth it. It is worth it. BBS is hard. We know it takes energy. It takes extra effort. It makes your, takes over your building in a lot of cases. 
It mm-hmm. takes volunteers that you have to ramp up for. And I know VBS, that that after VBS crash that happens to so many leaders it's is real. exhausting. It's real. But it's so <laughs> worth it. It is so worth it. And so one of the, and, and that, guys, all, all of these things that, that Melita is sharing that we're talking about, many of them are true of any VBS, mm-hmm. but not all of them are true of every VBS in terms of who is creating the VBS. A lot of people uh, out there for one reason or another may choose their VBS based on how to decorate for next summer. Do I go with the the one from someone else who is the beach theme or who is the, uh, the space theme or who is the jungle theme or whatever I want to do for decoration? Guys, with LifeWay VBS, Jesus is always the center. Guys, we, we have said in the past, theme really doesn't matter. Theme doesn't That's matter. Right. What matters <laughs> is everything points kids to Jesus in a LifeWay VBS. That's our heart. That's the mission of VBS. It's the ministry of VBS. Your church needs a VBS that is trustworthy in terms of it's got biblical content that is sound and strong and true, but that is also focused on the gospel. And so you always know that However, we dress our VBS at Lifeway. <laughs> it's what's underneath it all. That it's that it's that it's built on the rock of the gospel that makes every Lifeway VBS every year so strong. Part now, Melita, you mentioned music and crafts and all the different things. Let's double click on music for just a quick moment. We've got a couple oh, yeah, minutes left to talk here, but stuck in your head. I oh, know. Oh yeah. <laughs> and twists and turns is no different. Listeners, yep. you can go and listen right now to the theme song for Twists and Turns. It's at lifeway.com slash VBS. You can get a recap of all of the biblical content that Melita has shared about. You can download the theme song. There are videos there to help you. We know some of you have already done your VBS. Some of you are doing it right now, mm-hmm. but some of you are still looking forward to one that will come later in the summer. If you have not yet selected your VBS, may we recommend go get Twists and Turns. Uh, everything you need to know to get it and to use it is right there at lifeway.com slash VBS. And you'll find twists and turns featured there as the current theme. Uh, but let's talk about the impact in the way that we use music differently than other resource providers, Melita. Yeah. Yeah. Music for us is not about um, performance. First of all, it's a, the primary focus is teaching. This is a vehicle that we know cements truth like no other. There's something about uh, uh, some of the the brain research. They'll tell you that music, the melody engages one side of your brain and the lyric engages the other. And so having God's truths set to music is a way to engage both hemispheres in your brain. It's a way to cement that not just in your head, but in your heart as you sing it over and over again. And it gives the Holy Spirit another tool that later on in life, when you need that truth, guess what's coming back to mind? That that song. And it's going to come for the rest of your life. It's going to stick with you when you need it. It's there, just like God's word. The reason we pour it into ourselves is so that when we need it, the Holy Spirit brings it back to mind. And so we are intentional about writing brand new music for each day of VBS. So it's not something where our goal is to engage kids and to hype them up and to get them most excited because it's a favorite song that they sing every year or it's a camp song we can add a lot of motions to. The goal is to communicate that day's truth 
yeah. in a in very clear way in a way and that to reinforce it. Them. Absolutely. Yeah. And so it's going to stick with them, not just when VBS is, you know, is here, but throughout the rest of the summer, throughout the rest of their lives. Um, and so that's that's our goal for now, VBS. So we that, write it. Uh huh. Having, having said, said that, that, the quality of the music and the impact and reach of the music is top oh, yeah. notch and literally chart topping. Yes, quite literally. <laughs> Every summer. In fact, this year we just hit the number one spot in kids' albums. We are number yeah. one in all kids' albums, and we are well in the top 50 in all genres of across all music platforms. And so, so that's that, pretty cool. <laughs> and I believe right now that was on Apple Music. That's what you're quoting uh-huh. with the, the yeah. number one uh is it kids album on Apple Music? Yes. And like number yes. 40 something 40. overall. Uh-huh, yeah. Of all yeah. music and Which all genres, cool. even adult music and pop music. Lifeway kid Lifeway VBS music every year tops the mm-hmm. charts, literally. Yep. It is yep. so good. And we are so blessed to have such an amazing team of music producers and creators mm-hmm. who partner with us to write the songs. Um we've for several years have used our good friends Jeremy Johnson and Paul Marino, their core and mm-hmm. par- almost a part of an extension of our team. Uh, to yes. write this music uh, as they did for Twists and Turns. And we are just blessed by the quality of that music. Uh, guys, listeners, something that you can help us with is to report that use of your music. Now, within every church, your music director every week reports to what's called CCLI, uh, mm-hmm. uh, which is a national organization that tracks the use of music. Uh, mm-hmm. That's reported so it can be counted and so it can be uh, known. And so we want to encourage you to work with your music pastor, or uh, there's probably an easy way to get there, Melita. I don't know. Team. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Your tech team, your music pastor, to report your VBS listening of this music that would just say, we use this music in our church this many days with this many uh, participants, I believe is how it goes. That's mm-hmm. something that we uh, want to make sure that, that you are doing so that we can have good records and so that the world can know the, the reach of the music of VBS. Absolutely. And uh, that's ccli.com is the place to go to report that. And that's, uh, that, again, is not something new. It's probably new to you because you're not doing it every week, but it's not new to your, your sound guys, to your music uh, leader, to your admin at your church. So they're used to doing that on a weekly basis. So be sure to let them know to include the VBS songs. That's it. Also, if you're using it in worship on Sundays, we know a lot of churches like to take VBS and, and VBS songs and use them as part of corporate worship in the summertime. And so this is music that lives on for the whole, whole body of the church, which is kind of cool. We also want to let our listeners know that our music is currently streaming across all streaming platforms. So you can, uh, families who want to keep that going in their home, don't have to have a disc. Now we have discs. We can send home music for kids, music for preschoolers, CDs, but you can also just ask Alexa to play it for you or Siri or pull or it up Google, on your phone. Or or, exactly. You <laughs> yep. And you'll be able to have, have, um, music, from Twists and Turns right there at your fingertips. All right, Melita, as we wrap up, let's just a very, very brief word about reporting. Uh, I mentioned mm-hmm. one of the reasons we want to encourage you to go to CCLI and report the use of the music is so that we have an official record of that use uh, for the industry. 
We also are looking for your church, especially if you're SBC, to report your use of VBS uh, on your annual report. Absolutely. I was looking to, to make sure that I had the, uh, the web address for reporting. Uh, there are two places that you can help us to report your VBS. One is the annual church profile that your church fills out every year, has questions about VBS, how many were enrolled, uh, and we can track uh, churches across the SBC who are using that and what get a picture of the impact that way. But the other thing that we want you to do is to go to lifeway.com slash VBS, which is the one we've been sending you to all the podcast long. If you'll scroll down to the very bottom of that page, there is some, uh, there's a link that says church report. And if you would click on that, it'll take you about 30 seconds. There's not many questions, but just lets us know what church you're from, how many you had, total attendance, how many salvation decisions, and I believe it's how um, it's a giving account so that we can get a picture of, of how our giving to missions is multiplied, not just in your church, but across all churches using VBS. So we get a, a more of a global picture of what God is doing through VBS every summer. So it's very, very valuable to us. It's valuable to our state convention leaders as they want to see and track the impact of VBS so that we keep that as a priority in front of our pastors and in front of our leaders uh, throughout our convention that we can say VBS is worth doubling down on because it is so critically important. The truths that we know because we're in the trenches doing it <laughs> every summer, we know it's valuable. We know it's important. Sometimes those numbers people need to know the impact too. And so that's a great way that together we can continue to support the work of VBS. This summer happening right now in a church near you and in your church, <laughs> twists and turns, twists and turns, Lifeway VBS for 2023. Listeners, we are so thankful for your involvement and investment in the ministry of VBS. We are better together and God is certainly using the ministry of VBS from that beer parlor in New York in the 1800s all the way through to what you're doing in your community today. You are a part of a long and lasting legacy of the ministry of VBS. Thank you for choosing and using Lifeway VBS. We are honored to serve you. And we pray this summer that God would use twists and turns through your church to reach kids for Christ in your community. That was a little bit alliterative without intending it to be. Melita Thomas, thank you so much for being here. Absolutely. My pleasure. I'll come Let back anytime you want me to talk VBS. Uh, well, we're going to have Melita back really, really soon to talk about next year's VBS theme as we do Woof. our theme reveal episode. So come back soon, listeners, for that to find out what we're doing for, for 2024 with a big time sneak peek. But right <laughs> now, we want to encourage you as you lead twists and turns. Hey, listen, as you look for resources to serve your kids ministry, we want to encourage you to check out a brand new curriculum resource that we're offering as Lifeway Kids. It's called Hi-Fi. It's spelled H-Y-F-I. And you can find information about that in preview sessions of this brand new resource to help continue a very VBS-like approach to reaching kids in your community who may not know the Lord uh, through Hi-Fi. And that you can find more about that at myhifi.com, M-Y-H-Y-F-I.com. Check that out today. Listeners, thank you for being here. And thank you for the ministry that you're doing in your communities. We'll see you back again soon for another episode of the Kids Ministry 101 podcast.